Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. Let's chat some cycling now. We head back to Tasmania to catch up with uh, Hayden Armstrong. Hayden, welcome back onto the Kona Edge. Uh, your bike is your strongest of the three disciplines. You're a, you're a monster on the bike, mate. Oh, thank you. No, um, really enjoy it. Um, I think the 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 my favourite aspect of triathlon is definitely being out on the bike, and it's um, where I can make up a lot of time. But uh, if you get it wrong, it's where you'll lose a lot of time as well. Uh, and by the sounds of it, you like dishing out some pain on the bike as well. That's uh, you like putting some people in the hurt box. Uh, absolutely, especially in seventy point three racing. Um, it's all about um, going on the rivet. Um, and and pushing pushing your big gear and um, seeing if they'll go with you. I'm massive fan of Sebastian Kinlay uh, and also he's saying if it's uh, hurting me, it's killing them. Uh, that sticks in my mind a lot. So I, I, I love love the bike. What's the what's the the key to a, a really strong Ironman or half Ironman bike? Um, I think that the the key is um, being consistent on the bike and and hitting the right numbers on the bike but it's also making sure that you drink enough and that you eat enough uh on the bike um and and preparation um coming into that in, into into your race and um looking at the course that you're going to be racing um and making sure that you you if it's a strength course if it's a hill course that you're you're practicing your technical um, side of things on on climbing, um, and you're practicing your descending, um, and also you're, you're hitting it hard on the flats. But for me, it's making sure that uh, I can hit it as hard as I can, but also making sure that I haven't actually uh, busted myself and I've um, I'm, I'm out of energy before I hit the run. From a, a percentage perspective, how much would you say you do outdoors as opposed to on on an indoor, the rollers or, or an indoor trainer? Oh, look, I think it would be 70% would be on the road. I, I love being on the road and I love being outside. I like the conditions of roads. Um, oh, we're really lucky in Tassie that there's not a lot of traffic um, and that we can great, have some great miles with some big hills, um, good climbing, um, and that's where you know I think I really get my strength from. But don't ever underestimate the uh, the power of the, the wind trainer. Um, I'm a big fan of it, but I'm, I'm a really simple person on the wind trainer. There's no music. Um, there's... Just, um, just me and the wind trainer, and looking at my cadence um, and seeing what I can do over the course of two hours. Why is that? that? Uh, mental toughness, pure and simple. Yeah, if no, I can, nothing else. Pure and simple. If you can sit on a wind trainer for two hours and spin away on a set with not having any music or anything, you, you're thinking about, you know, how you're feeling, and you can, you know, collect your thoughts. But I think, you know, for me, sitting on a wind trainer is just mental toughness. Knowing that you can get off at any time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And, and it's, it's often I, I chat to age groupers and, and some are in, in the same camp as yours, but others, they, they want to switch off and I mean, they'll sit and watch Netflix or, or whatever it is to, to keep themselves occupied. But uh, you're, you're on the other end of the extreme. Yeah, look, I, 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 don't, I, don't, um, I don't confess that there's a the right answer. But for me, um, if I want to just make sure that I'm mentally prepared and mentally tough, just go and sit in the garage on your on your wind trainer or your rollers and, um, and you know, your thoughts will unfold as you go along. And, yeah, it does drag out sometimes. Tell, tell me what your favourite workout is. When it pops up on your, your training program from your coach, you go, yes, I get to do that again. Uh, look, probably for me, um, it's, the, it's the long ride with some, with some efforts, um, some hill, hill repeats or hill efforts. 
in it or a um, an Ironman preparation build where you know you you're out there for six or seven hours and then you might have two reps at sixty minutes um, at at Ironman or seventy point three pace and um, I just love being out there um, doing the long miles and um, some of the roads and stuff that we have to ride down here are, are, are pretty amazing. So if you can get out on a good sunny day and go and have that training set to go and do, um, the feeling when you get back is, um, yep, I'm, I'm in the hurt locker, but uh, things are really good. I love the long stuff. From a, a gear and gadget perspective, uh, what what bike are you on? What wheels are you using? Tools, power meter, that, that sort of thing. What are you using? Um, I'm pretty fortunate to have some great support from um, from a bike store um, at Cycle 2 in, in Launceston. So um, I've been a Trek man all my life. Um, last name's Armstrong, but I'm, uh, I'm drug free. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm on the Trek Speed concept. Um, I run a Bontrager 900 or 7, 7, 7 or 9 on the front, um, go, the, go the tubulars, and um, I run a Zip Sup 9 on the back. Um, and then, you know, DI2, um, Shimano, no power meter for me. Um, it's all by fuel. Really? Not at all? No. Interesting, um, decision, no. interesting decision uh, or interesting choice. I mean, I'm not knocking yeah, it. I just I, I know no, how I'm, highly I'm, some people speak of it. told me to go to a power meter and, you know, one day I might go to a power meter, but I think that um, I'm a big believer in knowing how you're feeling. Um, I've... You know, some pros ride to a power meter. I think there's specific reasons for why they do that. But from a, an age group level, um, some people are riding power meters and they say, oh, that's my maximum threshold. How do you know? You know, if you don't, you don't get out there and give it your best shot um, and then you get off the bike and you think, oh, gee, I could have wrote, ridden a bit more power than, than what I have. So I'm no heart rate monitor, um, purely cadence and looking at hitting that number that I want and uh, eating and drinking best that I can. Talk to me about the cadence numbers. What what are you chasing? What's what's the sort of goal? What do you how do you work on that? Oh, look, sitting on the flats around eighty five or ninety, so um, turning it over. I'm not a grinder. Um, I'll try and spin it as best I can. Certainly on the climbs, you want to um, be having that that tempo um, cadence climb. Um, the the more obviously you're turning your legs over, I just don't want to fatigue the fatigue the muscles too much when it comes to the run. I think yeah, you know, there's there's lots of different styles out there, but um, we've honed in my style and certainly for 70.3 racing, um, the cadence is up and, and the power's on. But um, sometimes if I've got to push a big gear to get away, I'll push a big gear to get away. And um, my strength's probably around the hills where I can uh, put a bit of hurt into a few people. Brilliant. Hayden, as always, great catch up. Let's uh, chat about your run next time out. Thanks for your time today, mate. All right. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Kona Edge. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. Simply search for The Kona Edge.